Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to the Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here, and welcome back to another episode of the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, this time we're trying something new. We're innovating. This discussion is live from the recent Australian Institute of Business Brokers National Conference, where we were lucky enough to grab a few moments with Abhishek from WingQuote. Now, full disclosure, Abby and I were standing in front of a remote control slot car track as we recorded, just in case you're wondering what the references to cars and racetracks are all about. Now, if you're wondering why on earth we were playing with toy cars, well, this year we've launched our rapid contracting service for business sales and acquisitions, an industry-leading and award-winning approach to legal contracting, which means that we can turn around fast contracts in 48 hours for deals under $2 million. Now that's fast, just like racing cars. <laughs> Lots of fun. Anyway, look, check out the show notes for more info on this or check out our link to our YouTube clip where you can see me racing in action. Now, look, in this live episode of this podcast, we feature Abby's perspective on financing and the deal room. He shares what he's seeing in the market and the world of finance for buying businesses. His company, WingQuote, is, of course, a small business lender. Now, Abby and I cover a lot of ground, including what business brokers and business owners should be doing to prepare before applying for finance. We dig into security options. What can you do if you don't want to secure your property? What about the mistakes that people are making in the market? The differences between starting up and buying an established business. We cover this and more. We also talk through the importance of realistic expectations on the owner's part, I mean, when you're financing a business deal. So we cover this and a lot more. Buckle in. Here we go with our episode of the Deal Room podcast with Abhishek from WinQuote. All right, we have Abhishek from WingQuote here. Hey, Abby, good to see you at AOBB conference this year. Thanks, Joanna. Great to see you as well. Yeah, we lo- I lo- each year it's just so much fun <laughs> coming back together and catching That's up again. It. Why don't you give us a bit of a rundown? What's the state of the market at the moment in the world of finance for yeah. buying businesses? Well, I think uh, when it comes to businesses and business sales, things are taking a little bit longer than expected. Uh, yeah. You know, everyone's dragging their feet a little bit. People are a little bit more cautious. So, uh, you know, it's all about us making sure that, you know, we deliver on a timely fashion and all our partners alongside that, you know, do the same thing. You know, our lawyers, accountants, business brokers, we all come together and we make sure that, you know, a deal and a transaction happens in a timely manner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah back to fast deals. It fast keeps deals, coming so back to fast deals, it. Abby, doesn't I mean, it? Yeah, you see, as you can see, that little Lamborghini, that blue one, as soon as you, uh, you know, as soon as no, not everyone's on the same page, you know, we fall off the track. And, uh, oh, I you know, love it! 
happen. Deals don't happen. I love it. I love it. I love it. So true, so true. Of course. Okay, are there any other insights that you have for businesses at the moment who might be thinking about buying a business? You know, what can they do to put themselves in the best position, you know, for for finance? Yeah, well, I think it's, you know, it's all about preparation, like everything, you know. Uh, You've got to have all your ducks in a row um, and you've got to make sure that, uh, you know, you have everything ready. You have... Once again, the right advisors, the right people on your side to make sure things happen. Um, you know, you only sort of get one good shot at, you know, when applying for finance uh, to get the deal done. So you don't want to go, you know, halfway with half the information. You know, you want to make sure that everything's prepared and, you know, you're in order to give yourself the best chance, uh, you know, when buying a business. Yep, yep. And we're seeing like, a, we have a lot of buyers who are interested in creative ways of funding yeah. so that they don't have to use their own security yeah. so securing yeah. just against the business they're buying yeah. Yeah. what's your tips on that you know with their particular industries where that yeah. works doesn't work that's a bit of a blanket rule now we can potentially get up to about 60 to 70 percent unsecured at the moment so that's pretty helpful for a lot of people trying to get into business so if they don't want to put their property as security we can do you know 60 to 70 percent we can lend against the stock as well uh, it really opens up the options for our customers um, I guess the main thing is you just got to make sure the business you're buying can warrant that amount of debt um, and that's sort of where we come in work all that through with you and uh, make sure that you know you're buying a business that uh, you know can service and everything can you know be paid on time and you don't go off the tracks you know so <laughs> I love that you keep bringing it back to oh, our yeah, cars. That's, that's epic, Abby. That's, that's, it, yeah. that's what we do. We keep you guys on track. And yeah. make sure things happen. Yeah, so. yeah. Love it. Look, it's really interesting, this yeah. whole discussion about securing uh, against the business, not having to find other, you, you know, security. What What are the types of... What, what are the mistakes you see yeah. buyers make, yeah. maybe in terms of type of business they're looking for? Or? Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great question. I think um, industry experience goes a long way. You know? mm. So sometimes uh, some of the mistakes I see is you know people think when they buy a business it's going to make the same amount of money that when they uh, when they looked at the business prior. Uh, you got to bring a, your own skill sets. You got to bring a lot of effort. You got to bring you know that vision that you can bring to the business. It's a, a lot of buyers just look at it and think you know when we go to buy a business we'll just automatically make that money. You know. So. But does does that then impact their ability to fund it, finance well, it? their experience you know, in the market so, so you know one thing is getting the money but the other thing is servicing the debt right so mm. you could we could you know, sell a good story to the lender, get the money. But we want to make sure that the people that we, you know, put forward to our lenders are people that are really thought well about the business. So I would say some of the mistakes that people are making is that they're just not having that, you know, enough time to work through it, you know, assessing all their options and, uh, you know, and, and rushing into it too quick, um, you know. So from our perspective, it's about engaging, once again, the right people, the right team, you know, get them on board to make sure that, you know, you're well thought about this business and it's the right business for you you know so taking the emotions out of it and putting the practicality back in you know so that's the mistakes that we sort of see when someone gets a bit too emotional about it it really steers it the wrong way and you get off track again you know (laughs) (laughs) so i'm going to come up with a new line (laughs) but um it's interesting the 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 ideas here of um you know businesses that don't meet the expectation of the buyers we we've had a number of clients that we've acted for over the years who you know 
we've helped them buy a business, but then, you know, within a year or so, yeah. it hasn't been, you know, they've come out of corporate, yeah, they've thought running yeah. a cafe, yeah. running a, you know, yeah. I think we had a florist, you, you know, they thought it would be something yeah. to what the reality was. Yeah. Um, and so I guess, like, particularly if you're funding, you're yeah. financing that yeah. deal, yeah. you know, you want to make sure, number one, yeah. It is what you think yeah. it's life in it yeah. is going to be, but number two, yeah. that you're not at running it down yeah. once you get in, because obviously then that makes it a harder business to sell for the same price that you bought yeah. it for and pay off your funding. Yeah. What what sort of stories have you seen? Yeah. Look, from my side, um, I guess that that is, there is a classic example around someone having a different expectation to what it really is. Um, you know, people coming from their PAYG jobs and then buying into a business, um, you know, you don't, you know, from a majority of the stories, I don't have a specific one, but from a majority of examples, what we have is, is people, um, they really, uh, you know, you're not just doing the operations of, you know, let's just say in a florist selling the uh, selling flowers, you know, you're actually doing the accounting, you're doing HR, you're doing, yeah. you know, advertising, you're doing a bit of everything, you know, so when you get into a business, it's not just about, you know, the operation of the business, it's about, you know, what's involved in the whole steps of making sure that business functions, you know, so yeah. uh, the stories that we see is that yeah, people, they just not consider about the fact that there's a lot more involved than just, you know, waking up in the morning and selling flowers, you know, like, yeah. You gotta be, you know, you gotta be a social media manager. You gotta be, you know, make sure your Google reviews are right. You gotta make sure your HR team is is all set in place. You know, you're protected through legal aspects um, or aspect legal. You know, so, <laughs> that's another. There we go again. Yeah, I love it, Abby. How much you paying for this? You know? <laughs> so you gotta be, you gotta be um, covered on all fronts. You know, good accountant. Make sure your, you know, ATO obligations are in place. You gotta be a cash flow financial manager as well. Mm. You know, there's there's so many hats that you have to wear when you run a business, and you know when businesses don't work out when you acquire them, it's really people that haven't really considered what else is involved. You know. Um, yep. You know, it is the uh, great Australian dream that we live when you do run your own business, but you know, with that dream comes a lot of hard work. You know, and that's yep. where when that hard work is not there. Well, you know, they, they sometimes they put the hard work, but it's also not the knowledge as well, you know. Yeah. So, but that's why yeah. I say because, like, yeah. you know, when as you say, the great Australian dream to yeah. own your own business. I saw a statistic the other day: something like eighty percent of people dream of one day yeah. being, you know, they either are a business owner or, or dream of being a business yeah. owner. But the, yeah. of course, we live in the world of buying and selling businesses. But there is this question, you know, do you start from scratch yeah. or do you buy? a business yeah. you know and um, from my point of view yeah. I think particularly if yeah. you haven't run a business before buying a business that's yeah. set up with yeah. the systems and processes in place and a yeah. proven yeah. model yeah. I, I think is really hard to beat yeah. um, you know as opposed to yeah. setting up a business making yeah. all of those mistakes from ground up what sort of yeah. what sort of thoughts do you have yeah. on that you know no, difference that's... because you probably fund help fund startups yeah. people fund startups versus yeah buying a business so do you, do you have any sort of experience in well, seeing the two sides which is better 100 percent. like the, i guess the variable that it comes down to is timing right when you set up your own business you need to put a lot more time and effort into mm. that transaction mm. um obviously that you know you're putting zero goodwill in that aspect right so when you buy an established business you're buying it with a goodwill of that full setup the full system the customer base you know the knowledge of that business so that's why it's called goodwill right so you're, you're paying for that extra goodwill in that business so 
When it comes to someone um, setting up, you know, they're creating that goodwill, but that goodwill takes time to create, you mm. know, so, um, you know, both are great, you know, but, you know, when you're, you know, got a young family or you've got other financial pressures, if you went to go and start up your own business, you've got to factor that in. So you've got to ensure that you have a sufficient amount of cash flow available to ensure that you can, you know, go through those tough times when you are starting up your business. Uh, you know, some for some people it's a year, for some people it's 10 years, you know, so... Um, you know, you see a lot of people with great ideas, but the execution gets run off because of the cost of, you know, setting up your business, right? So, um, whereas if you buy something existing, you know, you have to obviously put a bigger capital outlay, but it comes with a lot of the pre-assumptions of systems in place. So, they're both great, but it's just about what personal and financial cost you can put yourself through to establish either. And you know, there's also a lot of grit and resilience that people have to go through in business. So, you know, it's just whatever you're made for and prepared for, you know. So if you want uh, something that's a bit more, the paths are laid, um, you know, or the road is laid for you to drive in the right direction. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Back to the racetrack. <laughs> back to the racetrack. Then, then you've got, you know, then you can, you know, then, then you can invest just your time in further growing that business. But when you're starting from the ground up, you've got to build that foundation, you know, and that foundation can take some time and, you know, a lot of knowledge that you need to acquire in that time as well you know so they're both great but it's just about what, what journey people want to run you know so yep. yeah okay all right now a bit uh, yep. back to training so we talked a little bit about yep. um we're financing this at the moment yep. where, where are you seeing so you said um we what we're seeing in the market at the moment is uh slowing yep. down in terms of Banks funders being slower yeah. to um, to to process the loans. Like what what's yeah. what's the cause? What what does that look like? Look, I think um, there's been a lot of change in, in the market. You know, you've seen businesses always you know changing and evolving, and so that's the same for banks and funders, right? So when there's that change, there's also a lot of time that's involved in you know moving systems, you know changing your business model, changing which direction as to who you want to lend to and how you want to lend. So you know, banks are also businesses right so they have to transition and focus on what's you know what were relevant to them and then how they want to lend right so as things are taking time as there's changes in the market they have to adapt as well which can lead to the processes you know taking a little bit longer I think the key thing is well, from our side is about making sure that we set the expectation for everyone you know so you're setting the expectation that if something's going to take a certain amount of time um, you know we know that up front and we work towards that deadline and all parties are, are involved. Uh, I think the issues come about is when that time is underestimated and then, you know, and expectations are not, are not met, you know? So, uh, uh, but if all parties are made aware throughout the process, uh, and that's sort of what our job is to do, is to, you know, keep all parties happy and, you know, manage throughout the process and, the, and to make sure the transaction is project managed, that's sort of where we sort of fit in and, and, and help with that. Um, but, but for me, yeah, but the other thing is that banks and other funders, um, they all have different timelines. So, and when we go to finance for a business transaction, you know, it's depending on which lender we go to and how much time it takes. So, as I said, it's just as long as it's effectively communicated. Yeah? Love it. Yeah. Thank you, Abby. No, no worries, Joanna. Good to see you. <laughs> Take care. It's been a pleasure. Let's get back on track. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. Well, that's it for this episode of the Deal Room Podcast. We hope you're now primed for your next deal with these pointers and have enjoyed these fascinating insights. Now, if you'd like more information about this topic, then head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com. 
com, where you'll be able to download a transcript of this episode, as well as access any contact details and any other additional information we referred to in today's podcast. Now, if you'd like to get in contact with our guests today and the services they offer, you can go ahead and check out our show notes for a link right through to them and their details. You can also book in directly with our legal legals at Aspect Legal if you'd like to soundboard your next steps, discuss a legal question, or find out more how we can assist, whether that's with buying or selling a business, or perhaps somewhere in between. Now, don't forget to subscribe to The Deal Room Podcast on your favourite podcast player to get notifications whenever a new episode is out. We'd also love to hear your feedback, so please leave us a review and rating if you're already one of our subscribers, or even if you're listening to this podcast for the very first time. Every review helps our team produce valuable content for you. Well, thanks again for listening in. You've been listening to Joanna Oki and the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. Aspect Legal has a number of great services that help businesses prepare for a sale or acquisition to help them prepare in advance and to get transaction ready. We've also got a range of services to help guide businesses through the sale and acquisitions process. We work with clients both big and small and have different types of services depending on size and complexity. We provide a free consultation to discuss your proposed sale or acquisition. So see our show notes on how to book a time to speak with us or head over to our website at aspectlegal.com.au. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to the Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au. 